Welcome to Framework. Framework is a show consecrated to field recording and its use in composition, field recording, phonography, the art of sound hunting. Open your ears and listen.
You are listening to Framework. My name is Patrick. Welcome to the program. If you've been listening or following along in our playlists and announcements, you'll know that we are in the midst of some long travels. We came to you last time from the city of Taipei, Taiwan, from the home of Yannick Dobi. We've now made it about another 180 degrees around the world. We're in the eastern United States. We are, in fact, currently in southeastern Pennsylvania at the home of Scott Shirk. Last time we began this new, new format of Framework Editions, which we've now decided to call Framework Ephemera. That revolved around Yannick's selections of sounds from his own music collection to make up the playlist for the last regular edition of Framework. And here we are now, with Scott, doing another edition of Framework Ephemera, with Scott's own selection. So we're, we're just outside his home and his studio at the moment. He's inside recording, or actually editing, his introduction for this edition of Framework Ephemera. We're going to go into the studio now and introduce him.
So heading up the stairs in the studio of Scott Shirk, one of the barns outside his home. Hello, Scott. Hi. Thanks for having us. Yeah, it's great to have you here. So um, I've already mentioned that we're here in southeastern Pennsylvania. Maybe you can tell us a little bit about this area we're in. We're in uh, Lehigh County, which is uh, nicely placed midway um, between Philadelphia um, and uh, the country and New York City. So it's kind of a a nice triangle of uh, uh, of being somewhere but being nowhere at the same time. And you've been here for quite a while. I've been here for quite a while, yeah. I I teach at Muhlenberg College, um, local liberal arts institution where I've been teaching sculpture and, uh, more recently, sound art, reflecting my more current interest in uh, making sculpture that often includes sound, or making sound that becomes sculptural. Okay, so we've got quite a selection of, um, of sounds that Scott has picked out for us from his own collection. We'll tell you what those are when we come back next time. In the meantime, we're going to have a listen to a few of those. Uh, We're going to stay here in the studio, keep editing this intro, which you've heard already. Interesting how that works, isn't it? (laughs) Time. Yes. And, um, of course, if you want to get detailed playlist information for all of the sounds that Scott has picked out, they will be published in the playlist, which is on the front page of the Framework Radio website, or actually at the bottom of that front page, which is telling you about Chris Watson's edition of Framework Seasonal. There's a link to move on to the latest edition. All of that is at www.frameworkradio.net. Or if you have any questions or comments and want to get in touch with us directly, you can drop us an email. We are at info at frameworkradio.net. So back to some of Scott's selected sounds, and we'll be back with you with some details from these recordings in about 20 minutes.
you are listening to Framework. Framework broadcasts on Resonance FM London, Radio Zero Lisbon, Radio Campus Brussels, Sound Art Radio in South Devon, WGXC in Green and Columbia Counties, New York State, and Radio Marsh in Maribor, Slovenia. We're here in the studio of Scott Shirk for this edition of Framework Ephemera. We're listening through to his selections from his own CD collection. Scott, maybe you can tell us what the sounds are that we're listening to in this show. Yeah, uh, we've been... I picked out some of the pieces that have had a huge, big, big effects on me and, and, and taught me a lot. And I think one of the first things we listened to was Andrew Deutsch's The Sun, which is a, a gorgeous piece on Andor Records. And uh, it's, it's, um, it was a... Andrew, I believe, made field recordings of the ocean and then built what I imagine is a Max MSP patch and um, let the sounds of the ocean then inform certain frequencies and, and resonances so that it, it took what, what, what is you know, the underlying rhythm of the ocean and turned it into a, um, something very different but, but very similar at the same time. And I, I just really love the way a field recording can inform something else and, and become something independent but also um, very much a part of the original, the original sound. So, so that that was a that was a great a great piece and it really opened my ears up to possibilities. Another another um, piece we heard was um, a recording of Harry Bertoia's sound sculptures. Um, Harry Bertoia was um, a really interesting um, furniture designer and sculptor who lived close by around where the third barn is, um, had his studio. And I've been out to see uh, the studios continues to be maintained by his son Val, and in it are these giant sound sculptures that uh, 16 feet tall, some of them, in, in, in an old barn where Harry had rigged up uh, microphones up on the very top of the ceiling, and he made these beautiful recordings of of him playing these sound sculptures, which which um, they're like large pendul- pendulums that that uh, undulate back and forth and bang into each other. And what was exciting to me is um, that you, Patrick, had a, uh, an intimate experience, I think, with, with one of Harry Bertoia's sound sculptures and your performance yesterday at Muhlenberg College, where um, one of these pieces became uh, an integral part of, 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 your, of your work. Um, so that the Harry Bertoia piece uh, is really, really interesting to listen to, and uh, I love hearing that. Um, we also played um, a piece of uh, Robert Carlberg's, uh, which is uh, a recording of a bus bus terminal. And um, Robin and I, when I was first um, getting involved in making recordings, we had corresponded, and he had sent me. Uh, I asked, he sent me a couple recordings, and I, I sent him a couple recordings, and he gave me some very very important feedback. And I just love listening to this piece, which is so kind of unassuming in one way. It's it's just a bus terminal, uh, and I realized that any place could be incredibly fascinating uh, if you listen to it, and you also um, record it in in a, in in a, in a really personal way that that uh, shows what you're hearing. And and uh, I think this is a really successful piece in that respect. We also um, listened to one of my favorite recordings of Revenant, um, uh, the the last track on the Topolo. Piece. Um, when I first heard Revenant, um, it was uh, 
I had no idea what, what a, a constructed soundscape was. And, um, and having seen uh, your, your work, Patrick, with, with the bow and with objects in space and, and understanding how the space itself informs the sounds, um, that was a, a very important uh, lesson, sound lesson for me. And finally, I think uh, we also listened to Christina Kubisch, um, one of her Magnetic City recordings. And, and I, I love these pieces. You know, they're very electronic sounding, but they're actually field recordings that she makes um, walking around um, through towns with, um, she uses what's basically um, um, a Radio Shack telephone pickup that you can use to, um, to hear the sounds of electromagnetic forces from computers, from bank machines, from neon signs, um, from any kind of electronic thing that seems to have some sort of oscillator circuit in it. And um, it, uh, I, I like that aspect of, of, of phonography, which is revealing the, um, what's already there but, but um, invisible or, or um, inaudible and, and uh, making that available to us. Uh, I think it's a really, really interesting and, and beautiful way of looking at the world. So we've been listening to samples of all those releases. We'll listen to a, a bit more probably from each of them before the end of the program. We uh, have also heard um, two selections that I made from Scott's own body of work. One is a uh, recent field recording from here, just here in the area during the recent hurricane that passed through. It's a short, short unreleased recording, but very evocative, um, beautiful recording of very high high, uh, both strong and high up vertical winds. Um, the other is uh, a piece that I believe is, has just been released, um, entitled New York Glyptic. Um, can you tell us something about the, the two recordings, your two pieces of work that I've selected for this show? Sure. New York Glyptic um, is uh, in the mail right now and is being released by Three Leaves label, and um, I'm pretty excited about it. Uh, it's a full-length piece it is composed of field recordings I've made in New York City. Um, I began making recordings in Central Park and then started moving into um, places like the art museums, coffee shops, bookstores, and um, over the last couple of years compiled a whole library of field recordings. And I call the piece New York Glyptic because I think of it as a, as like a work of sculpture. As a, glyptic sculpture is when you like take a stone and you start carving away at it. And that's what I've done with these sounds. I've I've kind of put them together into uh, into a shape, and then I sort of carved away at them, you know, removing pieces of them, you know, trying to reveal, you know, the underlying um, resonances and um, what I think, you know, is the uh, the the center of of the sounds themselves. And in doing that, they've taken on a, a real new shape. But I think it's. Uh, for me at least revealed something about New York that I've always felt and, uh, and feel really close to. The, um, the recording of uh, Superstorm Sandy was um, last week. Um, I, I mustered up enough courage to stand outside in the highest winds that, that we were getting and uh, it was amazing because we're down in a little hollow here at the third barn and the wind was whipping around very high but it wasn't actually touching any of our microphones. It was uncanny and, um, and kind of creepy, but it was, it, was, it was a sound like I've never heard before, and uh, very, very powerful. 
So a strong selection of various sounds from here from the collection of Scott Shirk and some of his own work as well here in southeastern Pennsylvania. We're going to get back to the sounds. Um, and of course, once again, if you'd like to listen to this show again, you can do so anytime. You can stream it on demand or you can subscribe to our podcast to download each show automatically. All of that information is on our website at www.frameworkradio.net. Uh, Scott, you've mentioned the third barn a few times. Maybe I guess there's a there's a URL as well for that, isn't there? Maybe you'd like to give that out. Right. That'd be www.thethirdbarn.org. All one word spelled out. So www.thethirdbarn.org or www.frameworkradio.net.
You have been listening to Framework. We're now approaching the end of this edition of Framework Ephemera here in the studio of Scott Shirk. Scott, you've mentioned a few times, and we gave out the URL as well, for the third barn, which is uh, just here with us in southeastern Pennsylvania. Um, we gave out that URL, www.thethirdbarn.org. We haven't actually told anyone what the third barn is. Can you tell us a little bit about it? It's kind of vague. <laughs> the third barn, we like to say, is um, it's a virtual exhibition space or an experimental studio portal for uh, my work and the work of my partner, Pat Bat. Um, we have three barns. Uh, my studio's in one barn, her, her studio is in another barn, and we have this third barn. And uh, we're trying to put together an exhibition schedule and uh, an opportunity to, both in a virtual and in a physical way, um, put together some of the things that we're most interested in. Um, and again, you can visit that, uh, thethirdbarn.org on our website. I should. Uh, I, I would like to mention that actually the third barn is exactly how uh, Scott and I first got into contact. He uh, sent some material in for framework. I happened upon uh, the website for the third barn thanks to his signature file. It looked intriguing and we started communicating. So have a look at it, uh, www.thethirdbarn.org. Uh, meanwhile, please remember that framework is a volunteer effort and we rely on listener support to be able to make shows like this. Uh, if you do listen to the program, if you do appreciate it, please consider making a one-time or a regular monthly donation to help keep Framework Radio on the air. You can do so in the donations bar on the right-hand side of the Framework website. In doing so, you can pick up a copy of the latest edition of Framework Seasonal, our series of fundraising releases. The latest is a two-and-a-half-hour high-resolution audio DVD given to us by Chris Watson. We also have copies of the first two editions available, uh, yours in exchange for your generous donation. Once again, that donations bar is on the right-hand side of the Framework website at www.frameworkradio.net, and we greatly appreciate your support. So that's it for this edition of Framework Ephemera, this uh, our new format of regular editions of Framework Radio. We'll be back next week with our next edition of Framework Afield, our series of guest-curated and produced editions. This is the end from southeastern Pennsylvania, from, is this the first or the second barn that we're in, actually? This would be the second. From the second. We're in the second barn, very near the third barn. Once again, any further information, www.frameworkradio.net. Questions or comments to info at frameworkradio.net. More information on the third barn at thethirdbarn.org. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Scott, for having us. Thank you, Patrick. It's great. Until next time. <laughs>